You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Where you go, Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion. Part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with Ben King to break down the Southern Miss game that we're about to play and figure out what what's going to go on in this game. Um, hopefully a beatdown. We all hope so. Uh, but there is a chance. There is that slight glimmer of hope. I mean, we just saw Old Dominion. Old Dominion just beat Virginia Tech. Oh, <laughs> what a great game, man. <laughs> Those Hokies. Those Chokies. <laughs> cool. Castrated turkeys have to go all the way back to Blacksburg and cry. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Southern Miss does have that slight glimmer of hope, two and a half percent chance, according to ESPN, in all of their predictions that they have that they can beat us. I really hope that doesn't doesn't happen, especially since that's the day that I'm getting married. And yeah, yeah. Sadly, it's a four p.m. play. Like they start play at four, and my wedding's at five. So I have a question for you, sir. Uh, Of course. What is the percentage chance that you will spike a football at your wedding? Zero. Oh. <laughs> well, we can't all have cool ones like me. Yeah. Did you spike your? No, I didn't did spike, spike a football. A <laughs> oh, okay. But we did go out to the tier, so that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you, you had your wedding on on Sanford Lawn. I mean, that's about as Auburn as you can get. I guess that's true. You and Kyle, uh, though, having those weddings during the football season. Yeah. <sighs> You know, sometimes you just got to do it. And <laughs> this was literally the best weekend for everyone. And I was just like, all right. I mean, it's either now or it's going to happen like six months from now. So, no, nah, for sure. I I'll will like, I will happily be there done. watching you and then watching our Tigers. Well, then I'm, I'm going to be, if you have the watch ESPN app or something up, like just, or just, the game on the ESPN app. Just let me know like how things are going um, <laughs> because I'm not going to have my phone on me. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be watching the game while I'm at your wedding. Well, thanks. I appreciate I it. I might keep up with the, the ticker of touchdown after touchdown after touchdown once our yeah. offense finally gets their act together. Absolutely. But, and I hope they do because I thought against Arkansas, that would I know. Be the game it was like we, the prime opportunity. Absolutely. I mean, a week, one of the weakest and probably – I mean, I can't remember a weaker Arkansas team. I'm not saying a lot. Um, and we weren't able to do much on offense. Like, I was really hoping you change out your center with Nick Brahms, that something happens. And maybe Nick Brahms, first game, get something going, maybe build some offensive unity. I don't know. It's just kind of frustrating well, that we didn't do much more. This game, we've got we've to finally put it all together because we're five mm-hmm. games in and we go on the road the following week. Yep. So, uh, and we need to, yeah. I mean, we've got, we've shown defense and special teams can do it. We got to put together a complete game with offense. And, and I mean, I'm like you, we're, we're getting frustrated that at this point, usually four games in, we're used to having that. All right. We know what our offensive identity is and we can't figure it out. And Gus, Gus is still frustrated. He he saw it in his (laughs) interview. He was like, yeah. We just got to do better. <laughs> like that kind of response um, and it, was pretty typical. In all honesty, like, all right, so here's something good that I uh, I saw this week. And our best teams 
have lost to LSU each season under the Gus Malzahn era. In 2013, our only loss was to LSU. Mm-hmm. Last year, one of the two losses we had before the end of the season was to LSU. Yep. Maybe we just need to lose to LSU <laughs> so that we can figure out what we're doing and then after that have, you know, a competent team. Maybe it might take it. I hope it doesn't. I mean, I want to be I want to beat them so badly. Yeah, well, we we've checked that off and we beat Arkansas handily. Mm-hmm. And now against the fighting Brett Favre, so we just got to put together a full game. Yep, absolutely. And, and I want us to play very well. Even, I mean, I'm really hoping this is a game where we throw in guys later in, um, where we have Malik Willis and Cord Sandberg in there, getting some reps in there. Maybe even Joe Gatewood. I want to see him in there a little bit. <laughs> You're just loving the Gatewood right now. I am. I, I just want to see him run the ball. Like, we didn't get to see him run the ball in A-Day. That is true. And Though, he, that's his specialty. We haven't had him live in any of the practices in the spring either, or the fall. Yeah, I don't think like, so. Like, I don't remember ever hearing him live. I know Willis was live. I know Cord Sandberg was live. Yeah, yeah. Like, I Bring in the old guy. Runs, but, <laughs> I mean, you're saying old, whereas he's, like, four years younger than us, but that's I mean, fine. he... What game? It was the Alabama State game. He ran a few times. Didn't look bad. Yeah. I mean, he played baseball. He could run. That is true. He can slide. He needs to teach Stidham how to slide, man. Mm-hmm. Slide, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. Break a shoulder. Uh, let's talk about Southern Miss. I mean, there's this is the team. Chip Lindsey, a few years back, um, was the offensive coordinator. He had a fantastic season there um, where he he led the their offense to five single season school records uh he's he's got i mean they they can do stuff i mean if you look at their quarterback he's got better stats than jared Stidham, <laughs> at least down on paper he's completing 71 percent of his passes uh he's got 10 touchdowns and only three interceptions mm. compare that to stidham and he's only got three touchdowns and two interceptions yeah not not the year we were expecting really no not yet no. Uh, I know Stidham's getting frustrated, but hopefully this game will help iron that out. I hope so. And and I really, I mean, we, we hit on it last podcast, but I feel like it has to do with offensive line and his trust in the offensive line where he just drops his eyes way too quickly because he, he knows or he thinks he knows something's happening where the offensive line is letting a guy through, which has happened a lot. And Stidham's had to get out of the pocket and make something happen. I want to see that that gelling that we've always talked about happen in this fifth game. Uh, they also have a pretty good wide receiver. He's already got five touchdowns and uh, Quez Watson, uh, and he's he's over 300 yards in passing or in receptions so far. Um, I I think this will be a pretty good matchup for us. Um, we still should be able to beat them and beat them handily. Um, it will take some time, but. I mean, I think this may be a slower offense to get started. Um, I mean, I hope not, but I have a feeling we are. Um, just seeing what we're doing, and we know it's Southern Miss, um, maybe we do something. It's an afternoon game. It's probably going to be pretty hot in Jordan Hare. Yep. Um, and one thing, I mean, if you look at the stats and number of yards that Southern Miss is putting up so far, they're nearing 500 yards 
average per game. That's a little concerning. But, I mean, it's our defense. And from that perspective, I'm not too scared. Um, but their passing game is really effective. They're averaging 353 yards every single game in passing. Well, Southern Miss, they've played Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Well, even Jacksonville State, Jackson State, mm-hmm. Yule Monroe, and Rice. Yeah. The best team on their schedule thus far is App State, and they haven't played them because it was postponed because mm-hmm. of the hurricane. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, th- th- they may be doing better right now, but they're still Southern Miss. They are. They are. So, um, I'm I'm not worried. Yeah. I, I, I'm just kind of bracing myself for that slow start and playing down to our competition that seems that we to be do every game. our calling card. Yep. <laughs> our calling card. Love it. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about our players to watch because I feel like this is where we, we need really need to focus because there's a lot of players on offense that we need to focus on. Who is your guy for running back that you want to focus in on? Booby Whitlow, give him the start. Let him put some drives together. Look at the last drive of the Arkansas game. That can be Mm -hmm. every drive of the game. If we just keep some consistency, Yep, consistency coach. It's a word. It's a word that you yes. said in your last press conference. Mm-hmm. The only way Absolutely. to have consistency it. is to be consistent. Yep. I'm taking you to school right now. <laughs> Take some notes. Yep. Booby Whitlow. Uh, the, the guy I'm going to be looking for is uh, Sean Shivers. We didn't see a, really any of him. We saw him run the play, uh, run the ball a couple times. Uh, he's going to be, I feel like, the guy that we go to after – we give a bunch of carries to Booby Willow. Uh, for wide receivers, who are you going to be watching? Uh, man, there's a there's a couple. Maybe Slayton. I'm going to go with Slayton this game because hmm. he's okay. he's had some impressive catches. Not a bunch of them, but I feel like there's a connection there where he he doesn't he doesn't go too far. But I want to see some of those like shorter passes because hmm. Slayton's definitely caught some long ones. Yeah. And that's what he was known for the past season was mostly long. Like I forget the stat, but it was something like he had the most catches past 15, 20 yards of any SEC wide receiver. It was something like that. Yeah, but we don't need to necessarily throw to you know the corner of the end zone every time, which I know we've done to him before. But I feel like he has the ability to beat whatever uh, corner that's on him off the line and just yeah. hit him in stride. Yep. He's a very quick player, good hands. I think if we can do that, we can open up some more of the game. Yep. Uh, and you know what? We haven't seen Chandler Cox too much, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull in, too. He's not really mm. a wide receiver. He's technically a fullback, I think. Yeah, yeah, H-back. H-back, whatever it is. He's he's really our tight end. Mm-hmm. And I want to see both of them get some of those, you know, opening the run game type plays. Yeah, yeah. And I... Th- I want to see because we didn't even see Chandler Cox's pass. I know it was weird. Catch a ball, and, and we had in I think every single game previous, we just stopped for some reason. I don't know why. Well, he was huge we just, against Washington. He was big against LSU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and those were big crucial first downs. And you would have thought. I mean, he seemed to be because I'm trying to still figure out what is our go-to person when we're down and we're we're in a bad situation on offense. Who do we go to? And in weeks previous to get that first down, it seemed to be that Chandler Cox would get out of the backfield and get open, sit somewhere, sit and would find him. We didn't see him at all last week. 
maybe that was part of the issue hmm. um, with the play calling last season or last game against Arkansas. Maybe uh, the guy I'm going to be watching is Seth Williams. I mean, he's just incredible um, with his hands. Um, he's had some great catches already, but the thing I'm going to be looking for is not his catching ability because we already know it's there. His route running ability is also there, but I want to watch his blocking. I thought about Nate Craig Myers and how great of a blocker he was. I want to specifically be watching for Seth Williams and his blocking ability because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was, it was on the, uh, Anthony Schwartz speed sweep deal that he had. Uh, that play was a crucial play because Seth Williams threw a great block. Um, I want to keep an eye on him. Uh, for offensive line, who are you going to be watching? Uh, our new center. I forgot his name. Nick Brahms. There we go. Nick Brahms. Yep. Because Caleb Kim was my guy earlier, and uh, apparently that isn't working out. So, Nick Brahms, uh, let's see what you can do. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I really want to see his uh, his development after this first game. I mean, coaches, like the coaches said, it's his first SEC game. Give him a little grace, and I'll give him some. But I want to see improvement. I mean, you saw – I mean, you didn't see any bad snaps, and that's that's a good thing. I mean, we're not seeing any, like, blatant bad snaps, high snaps, low snaps. But the blocking scheme and the communication still needs to improve. Um, I still – I have Nick Brahms as well to keep my eye on. Uh, for defense, who do you have for defensive backs? Uh, I'm just going to go with uh, my Javaris Davis watch. Got an interception last game. I expect another one. Maybe he can return it this time without getting a block. Yeah, maybe. And <laughs> actually get a pick six. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, I'm going to keep my eye on Iggy. He's, I feel like he's just been my guy that I want to keep my eye on because he's a younger, I mean, younger as far as playing on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I want to see, make sure that he, he really learned his lesson about how to block guys. I mean, not block guys, but not have pass interference. Um, keep an eye on him. Uh, for the front seven, those are defensive linemen, buck position, linebackers. Who are you going to be watching? Uh, Dontavious Russell. I feel mm. like he didn't do too much in this last game, and he's going to have a few big sacks in the backfield, at least one, against yep. the fighting Brett Farms. Yep, I, I really hope that. I mean, he's, he's a great player, and, again, I didn't hear him very much. Uh one guy that I'm going to keep my eye on is Nick Coe. I, I I feel like I heard him a little bit more making plays last season. And and right now he just doesn't seem to have the whatever. I don't know what that it factor is, but it seems like it's not fully there. I want to see him getting sacks. And he's getting close. A lot of times he's getting really close. Um, he even had a tackle for loss this past game against Arkansas. But I want to see him get to the quarterback and get – I mean, this could be a multi-sack game for him. Now let's jump on into special teams. Who's your player to watch for this farting Brett Favre's? You know, I'm uh, I'm feeling that field goals are in our future. Not necessarily because we won't be able to score, because I think we're definitely going to put together a complete game, hopefully. But Anders Carlson needs some confidence. And what better way to get it than against the farting Brett Favre's? Yep. I like our new nickname for him. It's not the fighting Brett Favre's, it's the farting Brett Favre's. It, it rhymes. It does. I mean... And they stink. 
They it do. Fits. And, and we're going to make them stink even more after this game. Yeah. Uh, the player I'm going to be watching is going to be Iggy. He just is a fun guy to watch. Uh, I mean, you got that great kickoff return from him. Uh, and I, I, I just remembered how great of uh, kickoff returns for touchdowns are. I hadn't seen it since I went to Knoxville. Well, actually, I didn't see it because I was in the bathroom because Tennessee's, like, their hallways outside their stadium are terrible in Knoxville, which probably means, I mean, it's probably a sign, you know, Tennessee's just terrible this year, and we all know that, and I really hope we just dominate them. But anyways, I want to see some great play out of Iggy on special teams. For sure. Uh, for score, for your score predictions, let's do this again. Same Same formula. How many points is Auburn going to win over Southern Miss? Uh, preseason, what did I give him? Like, so 49? It was 49, yeah. So seven touchdowns? Mm, yeah. Let's go with that. Why not? You're sticking with I'm it? I'm sticking with uh, the 49 points. Uh, big, big blowout here. We finally put together a full team performance for the first time this season. Uh, Jarrett Stidham, he doubles his... Season touchdowns with three. Give him six on the year. Uh, Bunch of running touchdowns. Probably some defensive touchdowns. Everyone gets a touchdown. Everyone. And I hope we do. Um, I just don't have confidence right now that we can do that. Preseason, I had us winning by 35 points. You got to believe, AJ. I I can't believe right now. I mean, I – hey – Offense, you got to prove me point. wrong. This may be. We lost LSU I, I, already. I'm going to change my prediction a little bit and say we're going to win by 28 points. Well, that's not bad. That's still not bad. I mean, that's like right at what the the spread is right now. Oh, okay, you're taking points. Vegas numbers then, huh? I am. Well, if I'm taking Vegas numbers, then I'm going to say 29 points because I really do think we'll beat the spread. But scoring 29 points is almost we have a two-point conversion or something weird. It's probably not going to happen. Not again. <laughs> not again. I th- I think we have a pretty good chance at, at beating them, and I think everybody thinks so too. But there's that slight chance that we'll lose. Um, I don't want to be in my wedding reception and hearing, oh, crap, Southern Miss. That's not going to happen. They're not Old Dominion. True. They're True. not Appalachian State. And – they're not playing at Old Dominion. What the heck, Virginia Tech? Why did you go to Old Dominion? Oh my gosh, you dumb! I love that we brought this up twice. People, oh my gosh! You want to see a joke of a stadium? First, go look at Lane Stadium where Virginia Tech plays. Pathetic. It literally, it, it looks like Legion Field. But if you've ever been there. After that, go look at Old Dominion Stadium. <laughs> it's straight up high school. I'm sure there's some high schools in Alabama that have bigger stadiums than Old Dominion yeah. University. Yeah, Hoover. And if you're from Birmingham, Thompson is also. They just built a new Bryce, a really nice stadium. It's better. <laughs> They're better than Old Dominion Stadium. <laughs> like, what? Why did they go there? Number, I mean, they were, what, 13, 14 in the nation? And going to Old Dominion. Idiots. Don't do that. Virginia Don't. Tech needed a... Uh... What was that possum? Comeback possum or whatever it was. <laughs> the did. Browns had. They didn't have to oh, yeah, one. that That was so weird. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I saw a tweet about that. How did that, they how said, did, how did uh, that get in the stadium? They said, possums are great for the Browns. 
because they play dead at home and they get killed on the road. <laughs> <laughs> and then the comeback possum helped them. So uh, that's so bad. Um, ben, any other final thoughts about uh, the farting Brett Favre's? Uh, War Eagle. <laughs> War Eagle. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?